What? Did nothing, nothing. Keep going. What? You got this. Keep going. Dum dum. Dum dum dum. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. I haven't heard that one yeah, in a long time. On that one, it's oh my god, such a terrible tune. Actually, you know what, Josh? Hey, Josh. Yes, fucko. <clears throat> you know what really puts a scotch in my rocks? What's that, fucko? Cockney jocks. Is that what that was? I don't know. No, that was scotch and rocks. Scotch and rocks is when when you bring a guest in all the way from California and they're actually live in the studio and then they play a shit tune like scotch on the rocks and and totally as, ruin the open as opposed to oh, us well. just living here and playing a shit <laughs> tune every time. Right. I mean, anyway, I, you think you would try to impress people by playing something cool because I'm sure he knows something cool. You want to try that again? I don't think he knows anything. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Everyone knows I can't play anything but Bieber. D bag Daryl, yeah, D bag. It's like dime bag Daryl, but different. <laughs> D bag Daryl, that's a good one. That'll work. Um, so, hey, uh, well, hello everyone. <laughs> yeah, right over there. My, my name is Josh. Uh, welcome to Chan Ram Podcast. Uh, this is an explicit show, and uh, I'm going to give you five seconds to go listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Listeners can review the show on iTunes, etc. Podbean, Stitcher, whatever. You can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. We have a couple today. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you're Australian Snapchat, check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. And this episode of the Channerant Podcast is brought to you by the loving, giving, generous, uh, tender people that are patrons at patreon.com slash channerant. Thank you to our um, gorgeous uh, Ch- Channerant patrons. We couldn't do this without you, even if we tried. And uh, I don't know why you do it, but you do, and that's important. Yeah, thanks, guys. Last but not least, invite and share with your friends. And um, guess what, Doogie? I got through the fucking house notes first thing. You're good. <laughs> you think you'll be happy now? Got yeah, him right maybe. out of the way. Maybe, maybe he'll finally fucking be satisfied. Now we won't bring the rest of the show to a screeching halt and we got to go back to him? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Fosco, we have a very special guest in studio today, all the way from, uh, well, special, what do you mean? All the way from, uh, like Nevada, but not as cool. Right. Uh, California. Uh, Daryl. The douchebag state. Yeah. That's where he got his nickname. Did you know? D-bag Daryl. D-bag Daryl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the D-bag state. So, um, I'm going to have you talk into this microphone. Hi. Yeah, put we, it, can, we can adjust it if we need to. Put it in your face like it's a dick, like it's Tim's dick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> it's way <laughs> too big. So, so um, Daryl, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, for our listeners, who are you, where are you from, and how big is your penis? Uh, it's about the size of this chanter. And same same thickness as well. Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, I'm from Southern California. Uh, I came from Glendora High School, originally. Oh. And oh, you're hitting the mic stand. Can I ring the bell? No. I'll drink to that. <laughs> drink to that. <laughs> so you, and uh, you're a product of that fucking thing, huh? Oh yeah, that whole mess. And then you should have done this a long time ago. Now you yeah, want to get just right. Keep moving. 
I've been sitting in the same spot. All right. It's a moving target. <laughs> so then after high school, played in the James J. Coyne Memorial Band, and I met this guy, That's Mr. How I Fusco. Yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the things that I will uh, say about the James J. Coyne Memorial Band, uh, uniformly, shit. Yeah. I mean, really overall. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Because yeah, we kept bringing players like Andy in and just it ruined the whole thing. <laughs> never never have I seen a band that was had more dedicated players that couldn't win anything. <laughs> Pretty much. That's about, that's about right, yeah. Yeah, so after that, my life went on a downward spiral, like teaching service bands and things like that. And then I decided Ooh. to get on with my life and play with Prince Charles last four years. Prince Charles, um, tell me about that, those guys. Who are they? Oh, a bunch of great guys and people who like to party and have a good time. Yeah, they're just a band in San Francisco. What can you say about that? And they uh, they recently won the um, uh, what was the what was the contest they won recently? Oh, there wait, wasn't. It wasn't. The band one. hasn't even played yeah. this year other than for <laughs> sheets <laughs> at Woodland. So, okay. <laughs> so great. Flash coming in. They're great too. Yeah. Yes. Oh so, yeah. So that explains it. There's nobody to compete against. So. Right, for the most part. In grade like two? Scots, in grade but, two, they're, yeah. Yeah, but how often do they run into each other? Talk about a circle jerk. Uh, fucking, <laughs> a fucking Northern Californian band competing against the L.A. Scots. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. It's like a snake eating its own fucking tail. Are you kidding me? Yeah, story of our lives. There's only, what, three or four contests they'll offer grade two in the year for us to do, so it's just kind of tough. Well, we have that We have that question here a lot, even when we're when we're doing the games here, and it's like, oh, you know, like, when are you guys going to do a grade two or grade one contest? Like, when are there going to be any fucking grade two or grade one bands that can actually come compete? That's a good point. Well, to be honest, I mean, what is that going to do for your games? Jack who shit. really wants to Doesn't see matter. the grade two contest? The, the, general, the general public, the person who, like, pays their 15 bucks and walks in, has no fucking idea the difference it, between a grade two uh, shit band like L.A. or Prince Charles and a grade four shit band like Phoenix or Las Vegas. Anyone that cares <laughs> already got in for free. Exactly. Meaning a, a piper, a drummer, yeah. worst drum major. <laughs> or or, or their, um, you know, their fucking Glendora who's off getting white knuckle handies at their prom <laughs> instead of coming to my goddamn festival. <laughs> I don't think they're even Ouch. getting that far. I think they're doing like over the over the pants. OTP. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're do, they're doing OTP HJs, not even UTK HJs. Oh, like, I'm come sure on. of it. I'm sure of it. Those uh, kids, the band nerds, for sure. For those of you playing along at home, OTP HJ. That's an over the pants hand job. UTK under the kilt hand job. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, we have a diverse audience that isn't very familiar with hand jobs, so. <laughs> Good point. I don't and know. for and for anybody that's wondering what a hand job is, it's it's the James J. Coyne Memorial Band of Blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I got nothing to say about that. I hope James <laughs> is one of the six. I don't think he is. Though. I think I think he might be, but I'm not sure. But I what? can't imagine he knows how to work a computer, let a, let alone find a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Norbert wouldn't let him listen anyway. So so we have a lot to get through before we uh, just go down the rails of complete grab bag nonsense. Um, I want to say this is a very quick shout out to yellow flashes on Twitter. Apparently someone's made an account on Twitter. That's <laughs> yellow underscore flashes. I'm not sure who it is. We can, I've asked and they won't tell me who but it is, we've, but at least we've inspired someone to take the time to make a Gmail account and then therefore a Twitter account. So way to, Way to lowball it. I'm gonna <laughs> like really. You couldn't do more than that. I'm gonna bet it's the same guy that is Fast Eddie. I'm pretty sure is. it's. I'm pretty sure it's all Joe Brady. Every time I see a new social media account that's even remotely related to <laughs> our show, I mean, what else is he doing at the retirement home? Yeah, no, he's got nothing to do. I mean, his eyesight's failing. His hands are going to arthritis. 
His bowels have got colitis and he's thinking it's time he died. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Yellow Flashes on Twitter. Um, good for you. Um, that's very clever. Do we have? We don't have a raffle this month. No, I don't know why that's in there. We no, did no, it last time. That's in here either. Uh, so Fusco, why don't you open us up with some emails? Pick pick any of your favorites. Okay, well, let's do the first the first one. Uh, we did the we did the call out last last week's episode for fuck Mary kill. We did. So, um, <laughs> so th- the reason I'm going to do this one first is because this is the one that we did last week. And then we'll get to all the ones that we asked for. So this, okay. this is yeah, from what we course. did last year. So, or last week, excuse me. So this one is, uh, so, <laughs> so Mary says, you just going to call her out. Yeah. It's, she says, maybe don't include my name on this one, but to answer the question, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe don't include oh, my well. name, but you know, you know, we're going to include it later anyway. You'll see. She does another one later and you'll see why I say this. So, uh, she says, Mary Richard Parks and be the trophy spouse of the pipe major with the most world championships and recent history or in all of history, if he wins this year. As the de facto queen of the band, you probably get a couple of FM prospects as personal servants. It's reasonable. I reasonable. assume Matt Wilson becomes your, your manservant at that point, right? Until he takes over, for yeah. sure. But either yeah. way, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt, bring the car around. <laughs> Matt, my tea is cold. Could you breathe on it, please? No, she has a Canadian accent. Do it in the Canadian accent. Uh, uh, Oh, sorry, Matt. Could you please could you please warm my tea up? Sorry about a. Eh? <laughs> there you go. So Mary would fuck Stuart Little, uh, a piping uh-huh. rock star like Who the wouldn't, uh, like, of course, like that. Uh, fuck, she oh, she's writing in Canadian here. A piping rock star <laughs> that probably Canadian. crushes tons of puss. So he definitely knows how to show a lady, and who knows, maybe a few gents a good time. Ooh, mm-hmm. just a little curveball thing. Yeah, that's I didn't, I didn't think she would just assume that uh, he had bisexual tendencies, yeah. but okay. Know, you heard like, it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that leaves kill for Joe Brady, which is only fair, I suppose, him being an old man who's lived this, lived his life and all. I figure, you know, that's fair that she'll finally put Joe Brady out of his misery. I mean, pretty much he got killed in every one we did last week, right? Yeah, I yeah. Think. No, but no, I, I married him. Sorry. I you married him. I will say this, though. Um, you know, at least if you're going to try to kill Joe Brady, you have to use the proper method. Stake through the heart. It's the only way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote in he about, can, he's he got cannot, no mirrors in his house he, or something. He cannot be killed by conventional <laughs> weapons, let me tell you. Oh, for sure. Oh, he's lived this long. I mean, what yeah. do you expect now? <laughs> um, fantastic. Okay, so we have some more um, Mary Fuck Kills. I'm going to read, I think, Tim's. Yeah, go for Tim. Tim's so so we, we presented the question after our Mary Fuck Kill of Richard Park, Stuart Little, and Joe Brady. We said, okay, Mary Fuck Kill. For next week. Uh, for this week. Fusco, Josh, Big Rap. This is great. So Tim <laughs> says, Mary Big rap. Why? Simple. As a big cuddly poo bear, who could resist the thought of coming home every night to snuggle with his soft teddy bear goodness? Just think. <laughs> you return home from a long day at work, walk in the door, and he's got a cup of tea waiting for you. After an evening of discussing his most recent list of piping material, you retire to bed with Rav as a big spoon. As you gently slip into a pleasant slumber, he whispers some, something smooth, sweet nothings, mostly about Slot's amazing tone, Richard Park's attempt to claim his throne as winningest pipe major, and Inverary's future medley tune selections. Who could say no to such a thing? <laughs> oh, wow. He says, fuck Andy. Oh, prepare yourself, Fuko. Tim, Tim wants to fuck me. <laughs> yes, prepare yourself, Fuko, because I'm coming in rough and dry. <laughs> <laughs> to save ourselves Yikes. the details, let's cut to the money shot, shall we? Ooh. After you position yourself with head hanging off the bed, I'll squirt my baby gravy all over that bodacious <laughs> beard and turn the flowing thick br- thigh brush into a cr- crusty set of dreads. 
<laughs> if you only get to fuck once, there's more where that came from. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> that Tim. was fantastic. That was Whoa. maximum material. And then he says, "Killed Josh." That's me, by the way, for anyone who's just tuning in. Uh, sorry, Josh. I just don't know you that well. To be quite honest, I'm not sure what it is that makes me want to kill you. Perhaps it's the jealousy I face knowing that you sing Flower of Scotland better than I ever could. <laughs> or maybe it's the culmination of your bad jokes that don't stick. To be completely... <laughs> I'm sure that's it. To be completely honest, it's probably because you managed to end your dry spell in a much shorter amount of time than me. <laughs> With love and an incredible lust for Andy's beard. Tim. There you go. Fantastic. There you go. That was wow. I'm I'm consistently amazed by the uh, creativity <laughs> and and just disturbing disturbing nature yeah, of, a little, our, uh, of our audience. I don't know if I can look Tim in the eyes ever again after that one. <laughs> That's why you were in the back rank. <laughs> I think so, that was because um, I was the weakest player, probably. So, but <laughs> so these these recordings are are we allowed to use these? The rec- the I see some I see some voice recordings here. Oh yeah, absolutely, we can. All right, all right. Do you want to do the next uh, fuck Mary kill? Yeah. So let me do. All right. This is good. <laughs> this is a good one. So hold on. Uh, let me set this up correctly. All right. You let it out, right? So. <laughs> um. I'm just gonna let it speak for itself. So somebody sent us a voicemail. Didn't want their voice to be used so i made some changes because i thought it was so good that we have to hear it so okay. here, here we go perfect hello boys this is and this is my submission for this is buffalo uh, bill Kill, whatever movie that goes in um that you mentioned on last week's show okay so first um who would i fuck um, probably Fusco, because if I'm to believe what I hear on this podcast, Fusco's been around the bush a few times, and, pun intended, and I'm sure he's picked up some moves along the way, so, um, so that would be who I would want to fuck. Mary would definitely be Josh, because Josh has already said that he would like to be a kept man, and would, you know, do the cooking and cleaning, which is definitely what everyone wants. So, um, Josh, you would be my trophy husband. And that leaves kill, and I am not a violent person, I don't really want to kill anybody, and I certainly wouldn't want to kill somebody as lovely as Big Rab, but with Big Rab out of the picture, that would make the chin ramp probably the number one bagpicking. Wait, you probably! Which would be a good thing for you guys, so that would be my choice, and um, yeah, so keep up the good work, keep the um, podcasts and songs coming, I love you guys, and uh, yeah, cheers. Probably the number one podcast. We would be the only one at that point. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm triggered. Someone play my triggered music. (laughs) 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 Like the fucking Quentin Tarantino thing where it goes back and forth Uh, in Kill Bill. That's my my triggered soundtrack. (laughs) Just one word in your nuts. Are are you suggesting that um, probably set you off? I mean, what else is there out there? I mean, what? The Grey Snow Vortex? The, if you want to listen to episodes two years ago, from two yeah. years ago, sure. Uh, you can listen to the Big Rab Show if you want to have a good, nice nap with Kelly <laughs> Pooh Bear. Well, I suppose that leaves the Dojo U audio experience, but that... Which I is... Mean, uh, which we'll get to. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> oh, exactly what? it. Yeah, we'll get to that. I don't know if that counts as a podcast, no. but... I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that is a Schedule 1 drug because it's a <laughs> fucking opioid at this point. <laughs> Uh, you want to read the next one? Um, oh, my God. Let's see. Where, where's our next one? Uh, this this says it's a recording as well. Uh, 
Yeah, okay. Let me do the next. I'll do the next recording, then we'll get to Dan. Okay, perfect. So, here's another recording. Uh, here we go. Hi, guys. Mary, the Canadian dancer here. Since you can't seem to keep my name anonymous anyway, I uh, figured I might yeah, as well yeah. embrace it and play. send the voicemail this week. So, this week's Fuck, Mary Kill is easy. Fuck, Rab. Um, with the massive balls we've already established she has, given that he takes on things like uh, associations and other controversial topics in his uh, in his podcast, I'm going to assume that the rest of the hardware matches. <laughs> um, also, he's a huge Chanterman supporter. And didn't you guys work out so for me last week relating Chanterman support to, like, penis width and girth? Mm. Um, for did. Kill, I'm going to have to go with Andy. Sorry. Uh, I honestly don't know Sorry. how you're still alive with all Sorry. the drinking and other shit you get up to. And I'm genuinely curious to find out whether you're actually immortal. Sorry about that. I am outside and uh, by traffic in traditional Chanterman fashion. Um, okay, finally, for Mary, uh, Josh is the obvious choice, as he's the only one of you three fuckers who actually seems to make any money. He <laughs> <laughs> can support me in my old dancer age when my knees give out. Uh, all right, this is fun, guys. Uh, tangentially pipe band related and related to sex, so perfect for, for the podcast. Um, Mary out. Bye. Yikes. That is, that is we fiend. finally found a way to talk about pipe band stuff and sex at the and same time. banging. I didn't even think about that until she pointed yeah, that score. out. So. But yeah, thanks, uh, Mary. So yeah, we keep fucking it up, or at least I do, and putting your name on everything. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we're not very good at keeping Mary a secret, unfortunately. Which is uh, also, she shouldn't be a secret because she's a goddamn national treasure. She's a Canadian national treasure. Yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is unrelated to the fuck Mary kill, but we got this uh, email from... Dan, that's a, I'm pretty sure I can read because it's incredibly long. Yeah, yep. you're okay, gonna, cool. I'm going to let you read it. Just don't read the PS. Yeah, okay, perfect. Hey, guys, just got done listening to this week's episode. Epic as always. And wanted to comment regarding people's commitment to pipe band life and taking gigs versus not taking. Andy's comments about hiring a piper with decent credentials versus going the, going the cheaper route got me thinking about the number of people that don't appreciate the time and effort that is put forth for us to get to the level we are as musicians. I'll preface this by saying I don't consider myself to be a great in quotation marks, Piper. I'm a grade four soloist playing in a grade five band. I take private lessons in addition to band practice. I've been playing pipes for only a few years, but I've been a musician for over 25. I know my limitations as a Piper, but also know how to not shit the bed during performances. I started taking gigs in an effort to afford a nicer set of pipes for myself later down the road, as, a, as well as a side source of income. That being said, I was contacted this week by a lady to play for Memorial Day service. The gist of the gig was for a small town that was having a short parade that would end at the town cemetery. From there, a short service would begin with grave decorating, speakers, and finally a piper playing at the end. The lady said they were willing to pay me as well. Unfortunately, I am scheduled to work that afternoon and told her that I had to leave to have a solid, uh, I had to have a solid out at 10.15 a.m., this gig was over an hour from my house. She was willing to rearrange the schedule of events in order to have me there, so I told her my base fee. So my rate, and this is the conversation. Okay, so my rate for this is going to be 150 Lady, um, how many songs will that get me? Uh, this person, this piper. Well, that's however many you want, but that's my base fee for any gig. Lady, oh, well, um, I'm going to have to talk to the committee members regarding this and get back to you tonight, question mark? Me, sure. Now, I know that's code for we aren't hiring you. Sure enough, I got a text a few hours later saying that the committee was going with someone else due to my time constraints. Whatever. What really grinds my gears about all this is the fact that people think it's okay to undercut musicians. I actually underquoted her for this gig. I would have normally charged more for travel, etc. But I knew since it was a Memorial Day service, I waived it. 
Now, if the lady had said she was going with a veteran group and that's VFW and it was local, I would have probably done it pro bono. I know I'm not the only person that has experienced this, but people have no fucking clue as to the time, effort, and energy it takes to A, gain and hone your skills as a musician, and B, the personal time out of your day to do the gig. Yeah, I might only be there for 20 minutes, but it takes me 20 minutes to get dressed, 20, 30 minutes to get warm up and get a tune, an hour to get there, an hour to get back. That's three hours of my day I'll never get back. Sorry I went a little off of a rant, but I tell, but I get that you guys would understand more than most. Keep up the good work. Hashtag one of the six. Hashtag Joe Brady. Sincerely, Dan the Man. Hashtag F you Joe Brady. F you Joe Brady, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I totally get it. Like I, I've been there before um, plenty of times, and I do, I do a decent amount of pro bono work. But still, nobody understands the fucking the point of like all the shit that goes through. Even just like, okay, I'm gonna get my uniform. I'm gonna tune. I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna tune when I get there. I'm gonna play for a bit. I'm gonna head home. 150 bucks is not very much to get it done right. Or yeah, whatever. Even here, any, whatever. Here, it is. here, here's the thing. Anytime someone bitches, and I, I've had this even when I played in like uh, rock bands and shit. Anytime someone bitches about having to play, ha- having to pay a band. Um, you know, four or five musicians. Let me tell you what. Here's the experiment I'd like you to run. Get four plumbers to come to your house and work from 6 p.m. till midnight and then tell them that they'll get exposure for it. Like, let me know how that goes. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Dude, <clears throat> I had a, I saw something on Facebook or something where... It, it relates to me. It did not relate to the gig you and I did today because we played the full fucking hour. But, Wait, yeah. <laughs> but usually, so people are always like, you know, is it? Fuck, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like, can't get away with that. Where one. do you think you are? <laughs> so, um, people are always like, oh, it's just one song, right? We all we've oh, all yeah. experienced that, right? And like, I saw this. This a, a guy from high school I know uh, is a he must be in construction or something. But essentially, what it said was he shared something that said something like, "You're not pay- the reason it's." it's so short is because of all the effort I put in beforehand yeah. to get the job done quick. Basically is the idea is like, he's got so much, perf- um, he's worked so hard at his craft that he can do it quickly. It's not just five minutes. It's all the stuff that yep. goes into it, which is very much relates to what we do in the sense that unless you're like, you know, a service band person, then you put a lot of effort <laughs> into this generally speaking. <laughs> and, uh, hashtag McCain Piper. Right. And then it, you know, you've worked hard. There's there's a lot more that goes into this. There's the fact that I pay for, well, I don't, but some of us theoretically pay for our own health insurance, you know, or whatever it might be, all the various things that go into this, our own uniforms, all that stuff. It all builds into this, right? Obviously, the layman wouldn't know this. The average person, they're just trying to get a cheap deal, right? But it's up to us to, again, know our value as reasonably good players or better. And, and also Daryl. And Daryl. And then... Mm, <laughs> sure. And... and <laughs> Not take less than that value for, no. you know, um, minus the market, you know, issues that we have. And, to and it's interesting. I think that's one of those topics where, um, depending on your area, all the pipers in your area should kind of have at least that level. Even if they're competitive, they should like competitive with each other uh, financially or for these kind of gigs. They should have that level of respect where it's like, okay, at a certain point, who's going to be the asshole that's like taking these fucking shit gigs and blowing them? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big thing is don't ever, ever go out and play for free because I've had this happen a lot. The gig will come back to you. They'll say, oh, uh, excuses, excuses. We couldn't find some. Say, oh, no, no one would do it for free, and you're back to me. So but you also got to tell them to go it. fuck themselves, right? Like, I mean, I've played gigs for free that were uh, military or, like, friends of family and things like that. 
I'm like, oh, and I get those calls where it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, I heard you played so-and-so's uh, funeral for free. I'm like, yeah, that's because I knew that guy. Go fuck yourself. I don't know who you are. I don't give a shit. Like, oh, yeah, I'll play at your funeral for like 30 bucks because that's, you know, I need that to buy a fifth afterwards. And I was about to say, that's about what we can <laughs> afford with my funeral's budget. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I would argue never, we can only, never we can only do afford a thirty dollars scotch on the rocks from fucking Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can do. That's all I can do. My argument is do nothing for free because what we do has value regardless. I mean, you, okay, you, if it's your family, obviously, or something like that. But I don't care what sob story they got. Charge something. But I'm also in the situation where if if roles were reversed and someone was a family member of mine and they did something like that for me, I would still give them money. Yes, you would tip them for, for just for the or whatever, you know. Because the way that you show someone appreciation that is a musician or an artist for their art or their skill is by giving them money. Just like everybody else on the planet. Doesn't have to be a lot of money. <laughs> so you're saying like, everyone's a whore. It's amazing. No, yes. it's a, it's amazing to me when people will be like, "Well, why'd you tip the valet guy?" I'm like, "Well, you know, cuz he did a service for me." It's like, "Yeah, what what the fuck what did the musician do, dumbass?" Like mm-hmm. Guess Absolutely. what? It took him a lot longer to know, learn how to play his instrument than it took that fuckstick to learn how to park cars. Park cars, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> exactly. So so we have Dan also submitted a F. Mary Kill this week as well. Ooh. So um, Why don't you go for that one? I read yeah. the last one. So what Dan has to say about F. F Mary Kill is this. He would marry Josh. Because <laughs> Apparently I'm marriage material. Well, Apparently, I didn't, I didn't I know, know this. Because for dudes. <laughs> What for dudes? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. All the dudes, yeah. So because hey, Mary, I, Mary was well, going to marry Mary, me as well. True. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So marry Josh because I feel like he would be a gentle lover. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a generous lover at least. Right. Not he, gentle. <laughs> <laughs> he would fuck Andy because I have hardcore beard envy and that face forest is epic. <laughs> 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 would I mean, fuck you. He would fuck you in the beard. Apparently, it would just be just balls on chin, <laughs> fucking beard. <laughs> Uh, that's why oh, I have wow. the beard because I have no chin. That's yeah. why. So that wouldn't work. So he says, I mean, seriously, how long did it take you to grow? It's like that Vader taking bush? his mask off. There's nothing under. There's nothing underneath. Yeah. So. so he says, how long would it take you to grow? How long did it take you to grow that beautiful bush? Not that long. I have good genes as far as beards go. Everything else, he's screwed. Yeah, absolutely. And sorry, Big Rab, you're just kind of the odd man out. So yeah. So he kills Rap. That's what he says. Dude, Rab dies in a lot wow. of these scenarios. Yeah, he does. Poor Pooh. If you want to play, um, so those are the only ones we got submitted, but if you are listening at home and you want to play Fuck, Mary Kill, submit your Fuck, Mary Kill for Josh Fusco Big Rab to BigRabShow at gmail.com, and we're going to see if we can get Rab to read at least one of these on air. That would be great. If actually. he would read one Fuck, Mary Kill on air, that would be amazing. So that means we actually need one more submission. So anybody out there, we need one more submission. One more submission. I'll get Rab on the air. Just, say, just say that you're going to fuck Rab, and he'll read it on air. <laughs> And don't, say it in somebody, a really horrible way. Somebody don't kill, don't kill Rab. Yeah, somebody fuck Rab and then and really be very descriptive. <laughs> somebody, somebody try to fuck Rab a little gentler than the RSPBA has fucked Rab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, because that's really all that the man needs right now is just a, a nice, sweet, tender, loving, not the deep dicking that the RSPBA is giving him. He needs a, he needs a good. I, I heard he was at the contest today and he did not get a good blowjob, but that's what he needs. He's hot and cold running blowjobs. Oh, well, maybe he can live stream that. Live stream that, yeah. Well, if he's not showing any bands. Yeah, he's probably okay. He won't get it's in trouble. Top, it's just the top of a head. <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> speaking of the top of a head, we have one Facebook message. Um, speaking of, actually, speaking of Rab, even uh, someone wrote into our Facebook. They said, "I think I figured out how to describe the podcasts. Big <laughs> Rab is like the piping association table at the games. He gives all the updated news and has the ear to the ground that way. Grace Note Vortex is like the guys that show up just for solos and don't stick around for mass bands, so no one ever sees them anymore." You two, I'm assuming Channerant, are the pipers in mass bands that stand right in front of the bass drummer since bass has the most flasks and tells the dirtiest jokes, and you're far enough back in the ranks that unless you make a big enough commotion, you fly under the radar. That used to be the case, but I don't think we're under the radar we are anymore. not under the radar, yeah, not at all. We are picking up steam, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're, we're definitely on the radar. <laughs> Mostly because of the things we say, like RSPBA is a bunch of cunts. Yeah. I mean, did we say that yet? I just did. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, so... <laughs> A bunch of a bunch of dusty old cunts. Oh my god! Can that be the episode title? A bunch of dusty old cunts. Let me write that down. Yeah, I will, that I will forget. Down. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm not that. I will forget it. But I'm going to write it down. And we'll, and we'll get to why um, in momentarily. But before we get to why, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to interact with the chat, and we're going to come back with the pipe band fail and win of the week. And hello, Chandran listeners. If you are enjoying this shitty bagpiping podcast, then you have to become a patron of Chandran on Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Chandran. You can see a bunch of videos of us, you know, Andy passed out on a couch being a douchebag. Us, after hours, saying shit we cannot say on the podcast. This is a time for the real six to shine. So many people want to buy us a pint. They all offer, but here's your chance. Buy us a virtual pint. Yeah, it's, per it's month. less less than one pint a month, and you can see us make complete asses of ourselves and uh, just enjoy some great chain ring content. And we are back. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much to everyone that was hanging out in the chat. Um, Fusco, where do you want to start here? Because you, you seem to have plans. You seem <laughs> to have machinations. Well, we're going to get to the fail and the win of the week, of course. But before, just real quick before we get that, we got, so I've gotten a couple actual fan, I actually got fan mail. Uh, one and of them was a letter and I cannot find this, find it. I don't know what I do with okay. it. So I'm not even talking about that. But we got another thing. Somebody sent me some natural hemp. Um, I don't know why. <clears throat> I, I must have mentioned it on the show. So somebody sent it to me. Okay. So, as like natural gifts, hemp for bagpipes or natural hemp for smoking? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's bagpipe hemp, so it's like that white stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I actually just recently switched over to that. I actually really like it. It's amazing. I really like it compared to the yellow hemp or whatever. But So in addition to the to that, hold on. It's like a weird sock uh, Does that count for hitting thing? the mic? <laughs> <Like> what, what? <laughs> it kind of does. So they sent us gifts. So they sent us... Oh, so this guy... So this is from... McLeod Highland Outfitters, Kevin uh, McLeod, who is a big fan of the show, sent me natural hemp and then also some Canadian pins. So I'll give you oh, one. Oh, shit, yes. Daryl, awesome. since you're here, I'll awesome. give you one. And then he also sent us little Canadian stickers. Or no, temporary tattoos. Oh, I didn't even realize. Oh, I dude, thought they were stickers. Well, yeah, we're doing these. We're doing Canadian yeah, we're temporary doing tattoos, tattoos tonight, bitch. Hell yeah. So Kevin, thank Everyone's you, brother. Everyone's going to think we're Canads. I don't know why you sent me so many, but we'll we'll, we'll use. I, thank you, thank you, Kevin. That's awesome. Is this going to help me at the BC indoor or something like that? It actually yeah, might. If, you, if, if you they think that, you're Canadian, you, you win because yeah. those judges are fucking cunts. Oh, they're Canadians. Yeah, they're all like uh, they're in cahoots. 
I don't know if cahoots is a thing anymore. Cahoots and the boots and the boots. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> they're they're in, cahoots. They're all in cahoots and their boots. And Actually, boots and boots. I really like the pin, though, because I ha- collect pins. Well, I don't really collect them, but people give me shit. Yeah, because you're a fucking You're a hoarder, virgin. but I put yeah. them on my bagpipe stuff, and I put all my pins on no, shit. No, this is cool That's how you poke holes in so, your bag. So, Kevin, thanks for the natural hemp, because I will. I love that stuff. And um, the pins and shit. <laughs> I, was say, I, can go for, I can go for some natural hemp. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do that later anyway. So, by the um, way, it's legal in Nevada. I don't yeah, know super that. legal. So, Most um, legal here now. Where yeah, have thank I you. been? Thank you very much. Uh, so before we move on, I do want Daryl to do a whip it on air and see what see where this goes. Is he gonna do a whip it? Wait, wait. Believe in yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta fucking do it for real. Come on. Like oh, suck the nitrous or whatever. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> the whole point of doing a whip. Drinking whip, like, whipped cream is stupid. Fire it up your nose and just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so instead yeah, of no. that, how about this? How about you do some Dude. Vegemite? Have you ever had this before? No. Oh. Okay, oh. it's delicious. Okay. You're oh, going to yes. love it. But so, if we're going to keep true to the song, I need it to be a sandwich. Vegemite sandwich. Well, just put oh. it between your fingers. And yeah, then put it, it between sandwich. your cheeks and I'll go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting up All right, ready so, to go. So you got to try this and tell us what. Got to try some Vegemite. All right, so here's the thing. I, we should have a poll right now. Is it better or worse than Airtight? I think you've tasted airtight before. Oh, totally, yeah. That's a good question. I've never tried it, so I'm going to... All right, I would bet... I'm going to bet Daryl's going to say it's Mm. worse. What do you think? Then airtight? Airtight is seasoning for sheep. Oh, I think he's going to say Vegemite's worse. The glycerin has like a tang to it, and and then airtight has like this sweetness to it. Oh, my God, I can smell it. I can already smell it. I smell it, it makes my stomach want to rest. Go in. Oh, you, you God. Whoa. It tastes like... Rotten fish and miso soup. So same thing. <laughs> well, that's the same as airtight. That's a very good description. Like, mm-hmm. you're not yakking right now? Like, you don't want to, like... It tastes like a sushi place where uh, I'm just getting the soup and going to get out of like, here. It smells like bad pussy. Yeah, it's, or it it's, tastes like it's, bad pussy. That's <laughs> what you're saying. It's... Mm, I'm trying to rate it compared to McDonald's right now. That's, so that's I don't what, know where this is going. That's what tonguing an Australian asshole tastes like. <laughs> oh well, I cannot God. wait to go down under then. <laughs> Oh, Aussie Broad, you're in this chat. What do you think about that? Daryl wants to go down under. How do you, how you feel about that? Oh, one? my goodness. He's a very You know what man. we're going to do with the Vegemite? Mm. What are we going to do with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh Speaking of, where the hell is that guy anyway? We're, hashtag where is best. I'm about ever. to just like be the new fast state. Mm-hmm. It's a fast really state called Southern California. Anybody like, out on, there? <laughs> start posting hashtag yeah, where is where's, fast Eddie. Where is fast Eddie? Because I want also, that guy back. Also hashtag free rap. Yes, free rab. Free rab. Free rab. Did you see he posted something anyway today? I he did posted not. field marshal oh, today. I didn't see that. I okay. didn't see anything else. We'll get into that. Let's get let's get through the fail of the week. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So uh fail of the week. All right. So I've got one. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. You ready for fail of the week? I really am. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Okay. So I just want to stop that. My my dick can only get so hard. All right. So we're totally fucking with you, but. It's pretty horrible, isn't it? No, no, no. It actually isn't that bad at all. So we just we just wanted to fuck with you. So Casio that is keyboard. actually Daryl and his buddy Mike Jet put yeah. together a Casio keyboard and Daryl playing shit on small pipes. Apparently, that's what you do when you're in the desert in some awful Dude, town with nothing if, to do. If you were, think, were if you, you think high that's bad? when you did this? No, actually, this was. Um, I, this I think this is when we were in the Kessler state of things. Oh, gee. Wait, what? Kessler, our old drink of choice back in the day. Oh my god. Oh kidding? yeah. We're, we were nuts. Oh, what the fuck God. was Kessler? Uh, <laughs> it's like Vegemite, but alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Vegemite that'll get you drunk. Completely terrible shit. So, oh my goodness, that's that fantastic. was interesting. Uh, no, it, we were making fun. We were just fucking with you. That's not. Uh, that's not actually our fail of the week. <laughs> no, our, our actual. Our I like your harmonies. Uh, that was cool. Our actual fail of the week is the uh, Dojo U Auto Audio Experience. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Scotch on the Rocks with with with, with Andy with, Fusco with you. Um, I love. Where do I even begin? I love how yeah, you. Why guys, is that a fail? I love. <laughs> I love how you guys spent the first eight minutes. Like you spent the first like eight to ten minutes being told how you should record our podcast by Andrew Douglas, a person whose podcast sounds like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> as far as like pure audio quality wise, it's like why do you guys run everything through a board and do all this post? Like, why do you do all this mixing and post and run it through a board where you could just run it directly into the Zoom and have it sound like mine? It's like, well, because yours doesn't sound good. Duh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually thoroughly, I will say this, I thoroughly enjoyed um, the interview. Uh, never, it was one of the more entertaining times that I've listened to Andrew Douglas talk about himself for an hour and a half. <laughs> Two hours. I got somebody sent me a you fucking got a, note. You got a couple. You got a couple quips in here and there. Yeah, somebody sent me a note. It's like it's like an hour and forty minutes of Andrew Douglas and maybe six minutes of me. Part, like <laughs> like part way part way through, I I literally thought to myself, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Like it, it says that he's interviewing Andy, but I'm pretty sure you're interviewing him. Oh, you started you started like prompting him with questions. I and totally just, did. Go, dude. Because I was like, all right, I'm in this now, so I got to keep. Going also, with this. also, you knew what was going to happen. Like you put a, you put a fucking coin in that guy, and he's oh. going to go for days. Dude, at one point, like about an hour in, I was like, I think I'm going to, like crossed my mind. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and see how long he goes without me actually saying a word. I'm <laughs> the like, majority of the time, episode, yeah. just to see, just to fucking do it. Right. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. There was a point, I don't know, about an hour in where we actually start talking about Channerant and like, in, like what I would deem as interesting, like the process of channel, yeah, right? Yeah. Some of the behind, you guys talked a little, you actually gave a lot of insight into some of the behind the scenes of this show. Right. Exactly. Which I thought might be interesting. Aside but, from actually uh, editing your audio. Well, yeah, yeah. What was that? I, I, I haven't listened to it yet. So I don't know what the editing <laughs> Dude, was. One of the funniest things to me was like just the first 10 minutes of like, yeah, like why do you guys go through all that? You can just record it directly into the zoom and it's going to be great. And I'm sitting there listening. I'm like this, I'm listening to it. It sounds like shit. <laughs> I don't know about that. Again, I haven't listened to it, so I don't but know. Also, but. also, I would have been the exact same way if it wasn't for you being such a fucking nerd early on when we started the show when you were like, no, we got to have no, like no. the top audio quality. Absolutely, because like I turn shit off when the audio sucks. Yeah. And I don't want people to turn just like, off. Just like anybody would have turned off that fucking interview. <laughs> there, I'd be surprised if how many I would be love to know how many people actually made it through the whole two hours or whatever it was. Hour I saw it when I when I listened to it um, at work. Because I was, because I was just had way too much caffeine. I needed to come down. Uh, it had 177 plays, which is oh, it's up around 250 now. But I don't know how many actually finished it. I don't know how they worked that out. But 
but it'll be interesting to see how it all ends up and you know where it ends up. In and I say that I say that as a person, I I truly love uh, Doogie. And oh, I, he's fucking fine, and, dude. And the thing that one of the things I realized is there's there's such there's such a it's like holding up a mirror because he talks about like what a just egotistical like jackass he is. And I'm oh, he, I'm like, he's well aware of it. And, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, I'm the exact same way. <laughs> I'll give him credit. He's well aware. He's so aware of himself. You do. You do have a type. You have a type for egotistical jackasses. I know it's weird, right? Split personality disorder. By the way, is what it's Carol, called. Yeah, you and I, up? you're pretty good friends, yeah. It's weird. Uh, it's Isn't been it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway, shout out. If you haven't heard it yet, go to uh, dojouniversity.com slash analingus and listen to the Dojo U long form interview with Andy Fusco. Piper'sdojo.com slash musical cunnilingus. <laughs> go to That's go all you need. Yeah. <laughs> and check out the long form interview um, where Doogie talks about himself for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was early in the morning and I was very basically asleep. But I think at one point, I don't know if he left it in, but he's like, he said something like, like, I think you're asleep right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he, I think I might be. <laughs> he talked about he's like, he's like, I can tell I'm losing you. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. And then he's like, okay, like we gotta, we gotta end this now. Cause I have to go to CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good stuff. So, um, so actually, so the real, well, no, you said it, the fail of the week that was, was that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we should go to the win of the, yeah, let's go go to the, win of the week. week. And this was your pick, Fusco. So I haven't seen this one yet. This is completely my pick. I'm going to play the opening tune because it goes to shit at the end of the opening tune. But after that, eh, fuck it. I don't know. Why explain it? You decide what you're shit. doing. So remember last week we did the win of the week was the Waking District Band? Yes. This is the band that finished just ahead of them. Okay. Third. We'll talk about that. Let it go to the Okay, so I just wanted they to finish finished, the hard part. They finished ahead? I know. I'm surprised. Because okay, that was so, worse than the clip from last week. Okay, so here's the thing. I, just to be fair, this is Ulster, the Ulster Scottish. They're from Philadelphia. This is Eric Olette. I talked about him mm-hmm. last week. He's the pipe major of this band. Yeah. The guy I take drum lessons from is the drum sergeant. So he's the guy that Derek Cooper who who leads this band. I'm shocked like that, that they finished ahead of like that. District. That wasn't like a great showing. Now I'm gonna. Mm. I, I don't know. Did you hear that D? You 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 like went through the G's too. Like I heard you react. What to was it. at the end? That, was that a, last that was note was a D. It was like it was went horribly. So I've actually talked to the pipe. I asked the pipe major if it was okay if I played this. He's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. I don't care. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he he, he like, heard it. He knows how it went. <laughs> oh, he know how he knows very well how it went. So, but it was interesting because like it started off okay. And then like all of a sudden, like, so the rest of the set, I've listened to the whole thing. The D's are awful the rest of the time. Awful. Somebody's fucking 
completely also, out of the their story mind. of the Chain of Rain podcast, a bunch of awful Ds. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Ds, douchebag douche Daryl. Or big, D, big, D bag Daryl. <laughs> big, crooked, <laughs> crooked, useless Ds. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to argue that the thing that saved them is the drum corps. I, I have no idea. I don't know what's. Ha- I don't. I didn't it, see it's results, still but. even that. Like I don't think. That, yeah, I, I would not have placed them above the clip from last week. Right, just and based that, on hearing it. So this is the because the clip. drums because the drums in Wake were tight. They're pretty good. They're eh, these drums. Uh, I listened to the whole thing. These drums in here are pretty mm. fucking good. Especially yeah. the bass drum yeah, is very I think good. That, I mean, is why, this is why you can't live stream anymore because too many backseat or armchair quarterbacks. Yeah, but God forbid people have opinions. God forbid anybody have an opinion on someone winning that wasn't as good as the person they beat. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean I know what the fuck I'm talking about because I certainly don't. <laughs> 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 but it's interesting to hear the difference, right? From this is third place. Start. Waken District was fourth place. But the the tightness of Waken District, I thought it was tight. And the phenomenal. tone was better. The tone, the tone was, was better, better anyway, yeah. But as Pipers, Daryl knows this. Are you an ensemble kind of. judge or just a Piper judge? Piping. Okay. We all we almost exclude drumming a hundred percent of the time. Like we tend to like ignore it. Well, it's like oh, it's so cl- it's close enough, right? Yeah. We just ignore the fact that that exists. That's why you don't have a it drum makes court. a dish, right? Well, like, like if, like <laughs> that's if, true. In my in my opinion, if piping is the steak, then drumming is like the seasoning, right? Like you can have a steak, and it could be okay. But like if, if you actually treat it a little bit of seasoning on there, then it's actually really great. I feel like the two the two cores have to play off each other to get actual musical brilliance. Sure, 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 sure. More butter, more like, butter, or like butter. That garlic butter you put in. That actually, that's actually an interesting point. Like you know, when it comes to uh, how do you weight things when it you know a pipe core versus a drum core, third versus fourth, a band that I mean, I thought the wake set was way better than that, but that's just my opinion. Speaking of opinions, what do judges look for? And if you are a wasp of a judge, how how do you decide? Oh, pressure's on. Oh, how about that? <laughs> we just so happen to have a. Piping judge from Wolfsburg. How how do oh, you decide? Really? Um, you know some of the hard decisions, some of the things that are trickier than the layman like me or Fusco on our laptops or watching a Facebook live stream. You know, come up with right. What's your process? Well, the number one thing is it's not about being a teacher; it's about actually ranking the band, and so that's where the hard kind of subjective things come in. So I didn't hear last week's episode. Sorry, I suck. So I don't have anything to compare it to. If that was the first band coming on, I'd just you basically kind of take it matter of fact that there's certain issues. There was some tuning, maybe perhaps blowing, you know, peakiness in the high hand and just those D's all over the place. You know, and then uh, you, it comes down to you just write what you feel on the sheet. And then the next band that comes out, it's just a matter of what you think was better or worse. And then the third band, it's just, that's just the whole process. And so the you just kind of called as you see it, and things just fall the way it's going to fall. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And then yeah. at the end of the day, the tiebreakers is kind of like, well, do I care more about the tuning or the tone or the tightness of playing? There's a lot of little things, but that's when it gets subjective. And you and and correct me if I'm mistaken, but you guys score in separate categories as you go, right? You, you have a grid where you're scoring on the grid. In Waspa, well, I should say I'm actually for bands still shadowing, but um, there really isn't a chart like that, which would be good. I've seen sheets from back in the dark ages, and they actually have that. Really? I am what I am. <laughs> but uh, but no, like the, the the curious thing for me is like you don't you don't place as you go. You score as you go, and then you place later. Like when I well, like when you see solo sheets. 
you get to the end and there's like that square where you were placed at some point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For bands, that's not the case. Like for bands, I'm assuming it's a cum- it's a cumulative score among the different judges. Well, I'll share a little secret. Most of us kind of stack the sheets as we're going, kind of to keep an order of what we think is happening. But every band that comes out, you can radically change your mind. Yeah. Or sometimes you'll on the side of like another sheet of paper, you'll just kind of write some little thoughts. Give me that. Right. Keep going. Keep going. No, no. I'm it's curious how the judges because you know, like because. You kind of always wonder what the hell is going through the the process there, because you can't. Tech, I mean, realistically, you can't place until you get to the end. Absolutely, that's why. Um, well, no, I no, mean, no, no. you you place people. This band's better than that band. You slide them behind, right? As as it goes, generally, I think most of us do that. You're kind of keeping track as you go of you know, who, kind of who's the win. You're just kind of waiting. Every band that comes out, it's the same. So it's like, so okay. like the first band, it's like this is my number one. The exactly. second band comes in if they're worse or better. So it's like, it's like tuning. It's like tuning your drone, better or worse, right? Like, thank you. Second band comes in, this is better or worse. I'm going to stack it that Absolutely. way. Absolutely interesting. That's actually that's a good insight though because it it kind of gives gives a look into. One, in my opinion, why bands shouldn't stress, because realistically, it's not as stacked as people probably think. No, I. all of my experiences um, teaching, judging, playing, I've never really been in a rigged contest. I can't think of any. Well, and it's, it's who, who's doing the best on the day. Yeah, most people are just going to call it as it is, and Cause, that's cause it. Some bands have good days and bad days. I mean, we, uh, we played for Sheets, at Vegas, and our, we had comments saying that if we had drums, we would have won. Oh, all sorts of little things. Or you could be listening to bands say, this band is going to win. Then they blow the cutoff. Or there's a big flub or something. So, you know, Which on the fly, you don't know what's going to happen. Easiest way to get on my shit list, by the way, is you blow the cutoff, as all my piping students know. I just, mm-hmm. want, you to do, I just want you to start good, end good, play the middle bit good. Yep. So that's a little insight on why a lot of people say the first and last places are the best. The first, you set the standard. And if you're last, you're probably going to be the most memorable, you hope. Yeah. Because it's the last impression of the contest before the judge actually has to make that decision. And realistically, no matter what the order of play is, you're just kind of pushing people either up or down with each entry. Exactly. Yeah, actually, that actually, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. That doesn't enrage me as much as I thought it would. No, most most of the time we're out judging. We're actually good people. I hate to say it, but it's true. We just well, well everyone good people is a strong term. You know, yeah. yeah, they're they're shit people, but they're doing a good job of judging. Okay, fine. Yeah, as far as doing our job, yeah, trash humans that judge well. Oh, we're all terrible after yeah. hours. Okay. I mean, oh god. I mean, you got to keep in mind. I, I go to these. I go to these events too. I've seen it. You tell me, Walmart's a good human being. Well. I've only worked with easy, him. Easy, easy, Potter. No, no, I, I can say this one. I've only worked with them. I don't know them after hours. Well, fair enough. So fair I enough. don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Apparently, you guys have all kinds of opinions. <clears throat> oh, well. That's what we do. Well, but we're like the Fox News of, like I said, oh. we just we just say stupid shit, fake news, but and, also, hope, <laughs> and hope for ratings. That's all we want to yep. do is. We but also, really there's but also there's a lot of cunts in the system, like the RSPBA, who is uh, <laughs> a bunch of. Dirty, old, flappy, dusty cunts. Why is that, Josh? Well, I don't know if you know this, Fusco, but there's been some recent ruling. Um, and I don't want to get into the whole fucking streaming thing because Rab's covered it a hundred times. And you've talked about, about it nonsense about it. for three weeks. Mm. Now. That's because freedom. 
I believe in freedom, Fusco, <laughs> and I will fucking oh fight for freedom until it's until the end. Okay, go ahead. So I'm now these uh, now these dusty old flappy cunts have decided that um, just live streaming across the board is banned. Which you know what this means? All this means is they're gonna fucking do it themselves worse and charge for it because they think they're gonna be Netflix or some shit. You think that's where they're going with this? I think that's the long term move. They just don't realize they don't have the uh, savvy to do it. You know. Like, an Andrew Douglas type has the savvy to create a paid internet video service. Because yeah. he's already done it. He's done it, yeah. A fucking RSPBA can't... I'm, I'm amazed they don't piss on their own balls. They're so incompetent. Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. These guys are about as useful as a shit-flavored lollipop, Fusco. And now, um, they're, gonna, now they're gonna say that, ah, oh, you can't fucking live stream because we're old and we don't understand it. Right. So fuck you, cunts. I wonder if there's more to it than that. Is it is it as simple as they just don't like it? I would assume that the idea is that they realize there's money to be made here and they're going to try to turn it into a platform where they can make money. That would be, and that's, that's me giving them the severe benefit of the doubt. That's me saying, oh, these are just savvy businessmen. They realize they have a product and they're going to monetize the product. See that? I think the more likely option is they're just a bunch of fucking doinks and they... <laughs> think that people with cell phones are scary and they don't really understand the platform to begin with. Like anybody that's worried about Facebook live streaming, first of all, nobody fucking uses Facebook that's under 40 years old anyway. <laughs> it's a completely dead fucking platform. It's completely ridiculous. Says the By guy, the way, says the guy live streaming on Facebook and Patreon right now. Yeah, yeah. But I thought we were on YouTube. Are we on Facebook? Yeah, well, the, the, base, the base platform we're using right now is YouTube. Okay. But so, through Patreon. But, but still, it's like, what the fuck... Who who are you marketing to? Who, who what where's your where's your end game here? These are the same people that say that the fucking attendance is hurt by live streaming. Idiots. Fucking idiots. Obviously that's not true, but <clears throat> so here's the thing. Let's say RSPBA turns it around and makes a monetary decision and makes money off this. Makes a subscription service where you pay to watch it. Right. Nobody buys it. They can't fucking do that. Not in a million years. They can't do it because there's two things. The people that write the music that the pipe bands play is copyrighted. Yep, mm-hmm. it, automatically, hundred percent. And the and the fact that the bands play it makes their music the way their performance copyrighted as well. So RSPBA, if they tried to turn it around as a uh, monetary, but on the flip side, thing they can't fucking do it because they'll get sued by. Well, they, who knows if they would because bands wouldn't go through this process because they're they don't know this because because they're afraid of the RSPBA. But if RSPBA is making realizing money, what a bunch of impotent fucking limp dicks they are, but they can <laughs> sue the shit out of them because whoever writes the songs that these guys are playing could sue them, and then the guys that play the music could sue them for putting it out on the B- they can sue the BBC at this point. And also for on top the of, shit out there, right? I was just going to ask about that. Like on how top does of it all work? this, they're playing it in a public space, which has. Free fucking publishing rights. Like that, if you if you go in the park, it doesn't matter if the person who wrote it has a copy. If you go matter. and play in the park down the street from my house, mm-hmm. and I f- live stream it, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I'm not liable for you as the performer. I'm no, not, no, no. I'm saying as the streamer, I'm not liable for your performance for the copyrighted music you may or may not be playing. If you go and fucking do a acapella performance of fucking Aria Grande in Circle Park, and I live stream it, guess what? I can't be sued by you or Ariana Grande or the fucking city because it's a public space. You're out in the world. If you make money off it, you can, though. But they don't make money. That's the question. B- 
BBC probably does. But Big Rad doesn't. No. No, currently probably not. No, but Big BBC Rad does. Make money off that shit. Well, BBC does, but that's a whole... But That's I, the question, though. Dude, I'm not going toe-to-toe with BBC. They already killed how many Doctor Who's? I, I can't even <laughs> That guy was a time lord, and they've killed seven of them. I don't know. I don't, dude. The law is very fucking confusing. All I know is, all I everybody's know is doing it anyway. There's so it no doesn't, stopping. The idea is that, dude. How much YouTube fucking shit is out there where people do like reaction videos to blah 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 or whatever it is? There's so much stuff that they're you, they're playing f- completely freeform mm-hmm. with no yeah. res- no problem whatsoever. Do you do you remember like uh, right like? Early YouTube days, mm-hmm. early YouTube days like MySpace, Facebook days, like pre actually more when MySpace was a bigger thing than Facebook. The same kind of shit happened because people would like post songs. Yeah, they post songs, they download songs legally. They had the whole Napster thing. They had all this shit. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you can potentially chase down one or two people, but you're never gonna be able to beat it. You can't. Yeah, no, no, no. It's exactly. Just fear. That's here's, all it is. Here, here's what I would say. Every single fucking person with a cell phone that's going to any RSPBA event for the next calendar year, live stream that shit and tag Big Rab Show. And tag us. We'll repost it. Fuck them. Come really after, go after us. you. Come after us, you old fucking dusty cunts. Come here. Well, right. How's it work with the international audience anyway? That's what I wonder. Well, they're, they're, I only that's give a, a shit question. about I only give a shit about American law because I live in America. Thank God. Yeah, but no, he's made, he brings up a good point though. Like it may not affect us because it's being streamed from there. We're watching it from here, so it may not affect us. You know what I mean? But, so I don't know. But also, like, that's the question. Like, like how does the internet even law even work? when they talk about the new privacy laws, it's bullshit because that's all that's all to protect personal data by social media sites and shit. Right. Your, you performing in public is not fucking personal data. That's not true, dude. It doesn't work that way. It's You can perform in public, but if you're performing copyrighted music, it let does me, matter. Let me, let me tell you that one of the work, like as an event organizer, when you walk into my event, you walk past a disclaimer that says, I own your photo, I own your video, any, any picture. That does not apply, though, if somebody plays a tune that's already copyrighted. Mm-hmm. You, you are not safe if, from that. If you're, oh, so what, someone's going someone's gonna to sue me because they played the Plowboys the day in my if, fucking. No, no, no. If the Plowboys play fucking Britney Spears something or other, just that's, or whatever, that's a they are, you are not safe from that. That's a rendition or a cover. That's that doesn't, fine. That does not yeah. matter. That's a cover. It does not matter. Covers like, count. Does not matter. There's no fucking. Way. If you're making money off that thing, Britney Spears technically should be getting a cut of that, no matter what rendition of it you get. That's the way the law works. Also, luckily, I'm I'm so far removed because. Are you drinking the ink right now? <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you? Your tongue is getting blue. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drinking the ink out of the pen? <laughs> I might be. <laughs> when Fusco talks law, he drinks some pens, and you, you don't like even want to know. Huh? I'm just saying. You, there's another. There's another end to the pen that you could chew on that will not disperse ink into your mouth. I'm gonna chew on this end. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know. Sorry, I feel like I'm your mom right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. You. Everybody is guilty of this. It's just where do they want to? How far does the person who's being taken advantage of, quote unquote, want to take it to make money off, say, your event for somebody playing a cover of blah blah blah, whatever the fuck it is? No, no, I, I get, I get where you're coming from. You can't even, you can't even possibly keep track of all that. So here's an example of that. One of our, our friends, for that one of our friends, 
friends of the band, Robert Watt, who wrote uh, Jim Thompson of Flagstaff, mm-hmm. right? They played Jim Thompson of Flagstaff at the Edinburgh Tattoo a few years ago. They used it at the Edinburgh Tattoo. tattoo. All those both, people both played, those. paid to attend tickets. How many, can you imagine how many people paid for tickets for the a Edinburgh lot. Tattoo? For the tattoo? They played his tune. Now, what about like, the uh, DVD and stuff you can he, buy? Absolutely, right? So he brought it up to me once. He's like, huh, like, should I be like, should I do something about that? Because like they played my tune, like I should probably be making money off that. He would think hundred percent. No, no, he's not wrong, dude. I don't care what you think of him. He is absolutely not wrong. He created, Mm -hmm. he created art, and they used it and they made money off it. He Mm -hmm. absolutely deserves. I've created sixty-seven episodes of art, Fusco. Where's my money? (laughs) Where's Where's my payout? Well, dude, people aren't stealing our shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just mean it's not worth anything. (laughs) No, but think about it, Daryl. You 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 created that fucking Uh, fucking sake. (sighs) You created that tune, right? Like it's not an original tune. Somebody else wrote it, but yeah, that guy that wrote it. If you made money off that, he should be getting paid for that. That's the way it works. He wrote the fucking tune. There's a ah, there's screw a, Aaron anyway. Well, that might be true. <laughs> it's like the guy. It's like the argument for the guy that said he he wrote Happy Birthday. Oh, dude, no. that's yeah. true. Well, actually, that's I how think copyright it was, law works. Yeah, someone up just to a point it. though. It works up to a point. After a certain point, it's no longer. I mean, especially here, dude. It's like a hundred. It, it becomes it becomes it's a public. It's like a hundred years. It's Seventy. Whatever it is, that's why Happy Birthday just like, recently became like public there, domain. There are, there are Elvis songs that are about to become public domain. Right. Mm-hmm. But either way, Elvis should make... Dude, that's crazy that you think the opposite. That's wild as an artist that you would think... If if somebody took your art that you created online, like for Daryl's picture or whatever, and took that and made money off it, that you don't deserve part of that? That's crazy talk. That, but but there's no there's no recourse. Like one of my There gonna, is if you wanted to go through the process yeah there's no the only recourse is i i mean don't be wrong hey take it go go ham i'm gonna hit you with a sock full of batteries and that'll make, <laughs> and that'll that's make fair. that'll make me feel better that's like fair. that saves me a lot of legal fees as far as i'm concerned fair like, enough it's gonna be one of those situations it's it's the remember remember when we used to do head or gut right like when somebody really fucked up with somebody when I know what you're talking about, but you should explain it. Back yeah, back in the do. day, like when the rock band days and someone really screwed the pooch and you like say, your brother. Or anybody, really. <laughs> anybody. It was never me. <laughs> anybody and you would say you would say, Hey, or Christian, like Christian would happen a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it happened to me. Oh yeah. And it was a classic. You'd say, Okay, head or gut. And it was you fucked up. Do you want to get hit in the head or hit in the gut? Which one do you want? And that was it. Like you would just say, uh, gut, fine. And then, boom, it was over at that point. Mm-hmm. That's how we should settle all legal disputes, in my opinion. I don't disagree. Like, at, at the end of the day, we all fuck up. We're all human. Why Head can't or, we have world peace? At the end of the day, we're all, we all fuck up. We're all human. Head or gut. We just, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I agree, dude. Where do you want it? No, Dude, it's like the whole guy thing. It's, it's as long as as long as you're willing to take your lumps, that's all that matters to I'll me. I'll see Broad is about to lose her mind when I say what I'm about to say. Oh shit. <laughs> but it's the whole guy thing, dude. Like uh, it's like, okay, so when you have a problem with your guy friend, right? What do you do? Like uh, let's say You try to talk it out. No, but you either hug it out, bitch, or you get punched in the face or gut or whatever it is, and like we move on with our it's, lives. It's, it's either hug it out or punch it out, either way. Yeah. yeah, I just torch their car. It's and very, very. Call it a day. No. No. That's a girl thing to do. No. Key in the car, okay, sticking a fucking knife in the tires. All the or, all or the even bullshit. or even just like I'm gonna just pretend to be your friend and slowly destroy your life over multiple years. Yeah, <laughs> that's a woman. That's thing why to I'm do. terrified of women. By the way, I'm still terrified. Of oh, women. well, there's lots of men that want to marry you. Apparently, <laughs> so just go down that avenue. Camille says, "Don't do it, Andy." <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, it's easy. It's like, it's like, are we going to hug it out or are we going to punch it out? Right. This has happened between you and me so many times. Plenty of so times. So many times. Plenty of times. And, and, and usually, end, usually, even on the rare occasion where we punch it out, we end up hugging it out. After that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just women like don't do that. No, no, no. Women don't do that. Camille, what do women do? Go ahead. Give us give us some insight and I'll read it. Well, you, we got to keep in mind, we're, we're talking to the whole audience, not just the live stream right now. But yeah, uh, no, like, you know, we, we express ourselves. I feel like we're very good at expressing our emotions. No, we're terrible at that. So we just hug it out or punch it out, and then it's over. That's, I think and we that's, move on with our lives. I think that's a better expression because I think everyone else is more repressed. Yes. But women do this passive-aggressive... Yeah, like, I, let's, I say, let's so ruin I, our each other's I lives. I say that thing. makes us better at expressing our absolutely. Emotions. I yeah. absolutely agree, Daryl. What do you feel about that, Daryl? When was the last uh, time you had to punch somebody in the face? Oh, it's been a while. When have you? When's the last time you punched Tim in the face? Never have actually. You probably should. I wasn't talking about with your hands. Like you could, when was the last time? <laughs> yeah, when was the last be, time? It you could be metaphorical. When was the last time you punched him in the face with your cock? <laughs> I don't know. There's been too many blackout nights. I can't remember. <laughs> Also, who is Tim? <laughs> yeah, who is this Tim character? <laughs> so this guy Tim used to play in the JJC days. Oh, shit. me, Daryl, J- Also, Tim. there's a microphone right there. If you talk, yeah, quit on if the you talk into that, the audio listeners will appreciate <laughs> Tim it. Tim played in JJC, and him and I are good friends, and Daryl's good friends, and a bunch of the guys that used to play back then. And uh, Tim's fucking funny. We run into him. I, I saw him at... Uh, where would I see him last? Probably the Vegas games. He was okay. at Vegas games. So yeah. I, feel like, I feel like we got to wrap up with closing thoughts Might and well. then and then i think since we have daryl before here we do, before and we, we do. can do some we can potentially do some um Post-show. stories that aren't fit for <laughs> oh god i was thinking we got to do fucking jjc stories so, oh we so got what i'm lot. thinking is we'll we'll do some final thoughts and then for the patreon audience we'll give a quick break and then we'll do uh we'll close all the live streams and everything we'll do a quick break and then we'll do some jjc stories Ooh. for just for the patrons like an extended extended kind of 15 minute interview for the patrons okay Fine. I want to. I want to make sure this is a real tight show. Okay, fair enough. Whatever uh, you, you want. know, I don't want us to just ramble. I want it to seem like we have some kind of a program. Do, <laughs> does this feel like a program to you? We didn't have a plan all day. No, it's mostly <laughs> it's mostly just me taking shots at Doogie. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but fair enough. Doogie, I'll, he's a fucking. Uh, he anytime uh, he wants to move to Vegas and be our podcast producer, he is hired. Dude, did you hear that whole part about him talking about producing? Heard all of it. Oh, yeah. I kill for a guy like uh, him because he's so on point. He's so organized. No, trust me, I'll take it. I'd much I would rather take him. I would love to make the transition Camille. to full time talent. So, Doogie, Camille, or Elise from Canada. I feel like it should any be, of these three people who would produce this show. I feel would like be it should amazing. be Doogie and Camille, like in the booth, like just talking to us in our ears. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, you gotta dude, go that'd be time. that'd be a tight go show. To the next mm-hmm. time, in twenty minutes, we're at twenty minutes in. Give me the next. Can time. you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine what it'd be like just to be talent? Well, just have the mafia oh. bring them in and you know help you guys out. I mean, you're the, you? like the mafia pipe band here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to wrap this episode up, and then we're going to do our special patron-only uh, interview with Daryl. So before dumb. we go to that, Daryl, do you have any final thoughts for the episode? Fuck you, Joe Brady. Yes, yes. Succinct, succinct and accurate. Fusco, do you have any final thoughts? I actually have been thinking about this recently, and I agree with Daryl. There's not been... We've actually kind of laid off the F you, Joe Brady stuff lately, and I... My my thought process is this. Mic, yeah, my yeah, thought process the is this. There you go. If only you had a way to tell whether or not you were talking to the microphone, like fucking like headphones. Mic- yeah, yeah. Exactly. So my thought process is this: 
we've laid off Joe Brady so much lately, and I think we need to like double down on F you Joe Brady because that's the whole thing. If you're into cats, it's a great Instagram. F you Joe Brady is nothing but cats. If you like cats, follow F you Joe Brady. He's kind of a cat of a human. <laughs> you think so? That's a nice way of saying a pussy, but... <laughs> Daryl, would you agree Joe, Joe Brady's a pussy? I don't know the guy, but my impression <laughs> through this show is he's a terrible human. And Do you want to be part of the Spirit of 76 Punk yeah. Band at the Virginia Military Tattoo? Stra- strangely enough, the impression... Yeah, sure. We'll do it. Dude, let me tell you this. The Spirit of 76 Pipe Band, which is coming up next year, 2020. Yes, 2020. Have you decided on a fucking date for the goddamn games yes. before I go into this? <sighs> yes, I have. What is the date? And it's probably going to destroy the Pirate Fest because I'm going up Arr, against them. Because which is what date? Uh, they're they're trying to do the third weekend, the 17th, 18th. That does not affect this military tattoo. No, is that correct? No, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. working on it. I'm working on it. I just want to know. No, I, military well, tattoos. Because Joe keeps pirate fucking, people. Joe keeps contacting me. He's like, please promote this, but I need to know what you guys are doing. <laughs> plus, plus, Derek Cooper, who's getting married next year, wants to do Good his bachelor party. DC. Yeah, Derek Cooper. As, as, as his oh, friends no. call him, Shrimp Dick. <laughs> shrimp Dick. Shrimp Dick, uh, i.e. the Coop. Wants to come out here with uh, all the Inverary guys plus uh, fucking Stephen McWhorter. They want to come out to Vegas for a fucking party, but they want to tie it into the Vegas game somehow. I need to know the fucking date. Do we have a date? The dates are forthcoming. Give me the fucking date. The dates. <laughs> the dates are angry. <laughs> God. The dates okay, are that's forthcoming. Fine. That's fine. I just want you to know why this is important to me. So, trust me. If I trust me. I got to deal with the goddamn city of Las Vegas government, which is the most use, useless. I get it. Single no, I get it. I get it. body of paid people that I've ever interacted no, with. I get it. So what we're talking about, I'm working is, on it though. So I'm we're, working on it. we're, we're kind of fucking over the pirate fest. Potentially. Okay. Well, yeah. no, we'll wait on it. I mean, they come to the games anyway with all their weird well, stuff. So why don't you just get everyone together? I mean, realistically, thing. the most pirate thing I could do would be to pirate the pirate fest. Absolutely. So, just saying. That's what I would say. God, I'm so, going to get some fucking point text after being, this one. I don't know what my point was, but... Something about this tattoo. You were doing Spiral Thoughts. Oh, yeah, Spirit, Spirit 76. You were trying to so do an Joe Brady wants people to write in and and uh, contact him about performing in a Spirit 76 pipe band, which is the Virginia Military Tattoo Daryl. Dude, this is a... I went two years ago, 2016. It was such a good I was, time. I was so jealous I when you went. I such a good I time. I was so fucking jealous. One, because fucking Waken District is phenomenal. Fucking John Stotler. Fucking Joe Brady. Fucking Kenny Heiner. Fucking... Wait, you fucked all those guys? I fucked every goddamn guy in this bitch. I'll just stay home. That's man. where I met... Um, who's the girl you like? Um, the guy... Allie's I like all the girls. Allie's girlfriend. Olivia. Olivia. That's where I met Olivia the first time. Fucking the pipe. You mean, you mean Allie's wife? Well, future wife. Yes. They're coming. Yeah, it's happened. So, dude, these guys are the best. I love these motherfuckers. Daryl, you. Mm-hmm. Good crack. You got to come. Best crack of all time. Best crack of all fucking time. Spirit of 76 pipe band. Virginia military tattoo. Contact right. Joe. Hashtag do it for the sesh. Do it for the fucking sesh. I'll tell you what. Joe, write me an email. No, no, no. no that's not how <laughs> Joe doesn't give You don't invite me. Joe, you Joe does not contact you. You contact, you contact Joe, Brady. Joe. Listen, <laughs> motherfucker. Brady. This is how it works. Joe Brady is the fucking king of this goddamn he's country. A, he's, a, he's, a goddamn, <laughs> he's the goddamn Don of this whole thing. 
You, you listen, you write to the awakened district and say, hey, Joe, I would just like to be considered for this position, blah, blah, blah. And you got to be humble. If you're not humble, he will, he will fuck you in the ass. And then take a picture That's of a no cat. go. <laughs> he'll he'll fuck you in the ass and then take a picture of a cat and put it on Instagram. He'll put it on Instagram, yeah. But seriously, though. But if you want to play in the spirit of 76 band, you got to talk to Joe Brady. Call it what you did, Andy. You don't understand. You don't call. Joe Brady doesn't call you. You call Joe Brady. You say, hey. Joe, I want to play in the band. And you send that email of your spread out butt cheeks to bigrabshow at gmail.com. I will tell you this. One of the most exciting weeks of my life was playing in the Virginia Military Tattoo in 2016. I made zero money. I made, I was like, I was gone for a week. You made zero days. money, but you made a hundred percent friends, dude. I made so many Ooh. friends. Like the nice. dude, the people. You see how of, I cheat to the camera when I do it. The people oh, yeah. of Wake and District are amazing people, and the Virginia Military Tattoo is a fucking exciting. It's fun. From what and from what you told me, it's literally some of the greatest bagpipers in the in North America, and also Joe Brady. Exactly. So it was Inverary, Fife. Who's my one of my favorites? Which Fife? No, Fife Police. Oh, the one that I love forever. Police, Police Fife. Yeah, Scotland Fife. Inverary Fife. Ireland in, Fife. In we, fucking we Wakefield District, yeah. played at the Virginia, Virginia Military Tattoo 2016. I'm fucking drunk, so <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. That was the longest final thoughts ever. So much fun. You dingus. I'm going Listen. on a new topic now. This isn't final thoughts. Contact us. Do another. Joe hour. Brady will make it happen. We'll do an ad. We'll do an ad for that afterwards. Anyway. My final thoughts are um, thank you, Daryl, for joining us all the way from Southern California and breathing heavily into the microphone. Thank you, Fusco, for um, coming back from New York and mostly showing up to this. I, I kind of showed up. Yeah, which, which I appreciate. And thank you, our listeners of the Chain of Ramp podcast, for continuously sticking with us, even though um, it's usually a shit show. Hashtag. Usually. <laughs> always. Hashtag better than Grace No Vortex. <laughs> Done is better than perfect, as Andrew Douglas likes to say, and and we get it done. And with that, I I love you all, and we're going to do, if you are a patron, we're going to do an interview with Daryl about some crazy JJC band uh, moments right after this. Patrons only, so pay your five bucks a month. Bye, everyone else. Bye, that shit and... Uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Give and these poor guys some money. I love you. I love you. I love you all. Fusco, play us out.